0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the second ever draft of the Next Act podcast. I'm Matthew Rupp here with my co-host, Keaton Hall. Um, I think we got a special one for you guys. Um, I know we're looking forward to it. Um, we're going to be drafting the most difficult struggles of being a Division Three athlete. So um, we'll go through a draft order. We'll do five rounds. We'll go back and forth here. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too, Keto.
1: I am very excited about this. And... I think we're going to find some unique ones because no D3 experience is the same. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what you bring to the table with your picks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It should be a good one. Um, but as always, this episode is brought to you with the unofficial sponsor of that trip to the apple orchard or pumpkin patch this fall that you are forced to go to with your significant other. Even though both of you probably don't really want to be there, and you'd rather want to be somewhere else, go get yourself a pumpkin. Go get yourself an apple. It's fall. You got to do it anyway.
1: Get some cider and donuts too. Make sure you get back for some college football rivalry weeks.
0: There we go. There we go. (laughs) Um, I think I am blessed with the first pick today. You are. Um, So hopefully I got one one, which is always you know a tough one. There's a lot of pressure on this pick. I mean, basically. Um, I'm like the Browns for so long, (laughs) but I can't afford to mess this one up. So, um, with the, with the one, one, uh, the, the worst, um, part of, or the biggest struggle of being a college athlete, I'm going to go with being injured. Um, I know that's something that you and I both kind of struggled with um but it's 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 it really takes a toll on you both physically and mentally um obviously that's that's an experience unique to some people like there there are some people that are blessed to go through four years without getting injured and I wish I was one of them but um for me that is the biggest struggle that I kind of encountered as a as a collegiate athlete
1: yeah I mean there's no way to avoid injury especially if you're going out and trying to make plays that's just the nature of being an athlete especially when the competition level is raised like it is at a collegiate level like there's no way to avoid it you got your hips i got my shoulder like <laughs> but we're always able to come back from it Absolutely. obviously that is a huge struggle though that was way more of a struggle than i initially anticipated because i never been through a big injury like that yeah me either it's a great one one pick i don't think you can go wrong with that being a struggle of a college athlete Yeah. For my first pick, I'm going to go with not having the resources that a D2 or D1 would have. And to expound on that, sometimes D3 school, small liberal arts college, not all funding in boosters and athletic departments are the same, which is fine. That's how D3 is. But the range of disparity between the top of D3 and The lower part of D3 is massive. I would say it's probably one of the biggest ranges between the collegiate levels. So if you are at a place that doesn't have all the funding in the world and the facilities are lacking a little bit and the resources are lacking a little bit, it can definitely be tough. And I know you and I both had a lot of friends that were D1 and D2 and we'd hear stories we'd see pictures of their facilities and we'd compare it to ours and that always made it tough for me to to kind of like oh this this is this is what they have and this is what, what we got to work with here but i think it on the flip side it it adds to the to the level of dedication and it adds to the level of the grit and the grind that you build up because you are doing it in whatever you are able to do it with and it just adds to it too so a little bit of a twist it is a big struggle, but it's not. It's not the worst thing in the world. So that's that's my first round pick.
0: Yeah, and you just kind of got to look at it like Hoosiers, right? You got a ten foot rim. They got a ten foot rim. Um, so <laughs> so everybody's uh, everybody's kind of on the same playing field. But yeah, I agree. That's just something that you know can be difficult, especially if you're not you know mentally equipped to kind of handle that. But I think you know it's it's definitely it can be a struggle, but it can also just be you know a little motivating factor, or it can even be a non factor depending on how you kind of approach it. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, definitely agree.
0: Um, the number number two is a, is a tough one for me. I think there's a couple of different routes I could go. Um, I'm going to um go fairly specific here, and I'm gonna reverse one of the ones we did on the best, and I'm gonna say a a, a bus ride home after a loss.
1: Dang but, it, I
0: was gonna take that one, <laughs> but in the vans. So not Ooh, not yeah. in a charter bus. So like. Another thing going back to some of the resources, like we have to bus some places, we'll take like the 15 passenger buses or we'll take the little mini white buses. Um, but an, a loss in one of those is just worse than. than uh, when you got to drive back on those, you're like sitting thigh to thigh with the guy next to you. Um, everybody's kind of smelly, even though you took a shower, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just to make it worse, like you you took an L. So um, all of those things kind of compound on top of each other, and it just makes for a miserable ride home. Um, and you just can't wait to get back to the locker room, um, back yep. at where you were, back at home. So it's um, <laughs> fairly specific, but that's my number two. <laughs>
1: I would, to add on to that, I would say the worst part of that experience is after it's a bad loss when you should have probably won, because then you can't say anything on the buses without getting yelled at by coaches (laughs) is the most silent car ride back. And it is so tough, especially if it's just far enough away where you have to, where it's like a significant drive, but it's not far enough away to get the buses, the vans are Quite an experience back from a loss like yes, that. Not fun. <laughs> Dang that was gonna be my next pick. All right. My second round pick is the restrictions on preseason That's work and off season work. A- because D three specifically, there are a lot more rules in place. I I believe they just changed it to where you could have a few uh practices in the preseason with coaches this year. But that was the toughest thing because it makes it so much harder to get ready for a season when you don't have a coach there to run you through practices, run you through workouts, run you through conditioning, run you through lifts, and you basically have to figure it all out on your own. And when you're a college kid like me who doesn't have a degree in strength and conditioning or nutrition or coaching and trying to figure it out yourself can be a little bit challenging. But that is my second round pick for this draft
0: yeah that's a great one and they did change the rules a little bit this year so like for instance basketball got like i don't know 10 days before their season and they were able to use them so um it's trending in a better position but it's still like not a lot not enough so um that Mm -hmm. that's a phenomenal pick um that yeah props that's a great pick um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna steal one from keaton here Um, (laughs) and I'm going to go with having to compete with other teams for facilities. And like, this isn't necessarily just, um, it, it is a division three struggle, but like this happens at the highest levels too. Like when I was at Ohio state, we shared the facilities with people as well. Um, so just, you know, kind of competing for the same facilities, whether everybody needs to get in the gym when it's raining, um, or, or something like that. And then you got soccer, both soccer teams track cross country, both basketball teams, volleyball, everybody needs to get in the gym. Um, you know, somebody's training at a crazy time. Like some, that's just the way it is. Somebody's going at nine o'clock at night. Um, and and yeah. so <laughs> and it happens, right? And you just deal with it. Um, but that that can be a struggle, right? Just when everybody needs to use the same facilities, like if you got a turf field or something like that and it starts to rain. So um, just competing with other teams for the same facilities, I think is, is can be a struggle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, phenomenal pick, Matthew. I think uh, <laughs> that is, I'm surprised it's it's fallen to the third round because that's something that affected all of us pretty consistently at pretty uh, standard times throughout the school year. I think it is, I think that's fair to say it's it's a predominantly D3 struggle because I think there are more D3 schools with only one or two gyms that have to do that. But like you said, it's across all all different levels, but Definitely something that we experienced a lot as D3. Absolutely. With my third round pick, I'm going to go with lack of athletic scholarships, not only because of the help it gives to student athletes, but it creates a bit of a gray area for the amount of roster spots that can be on a specific team. A personal example, when you have a lot of guys showing up on campus and there isn't really Room for them to say oh we we already have the x amount of roster spots filled up It creates a tough It creates a an obstacle to start when you're trying to build chemistry with the new guys that are going to stick it out and you're trying to Utilize the space that you do have because it is very tight Like matthew just said with all of the competing resources and competing teams and so it makes it tough to to get the training in In the given amount of space and to work with what you got when you have a lot of guys in there that are there because they weren't told no not necessarily because they were recruited there and it it just creates a tougher dynamic and that's how it was every single year that I was there we would start off with way more guys than we ended up starting the season with and then even less that we ended the season with so I would say that is a big struggle that I can personally relate to from D d3 level
0: yeah that that's a tough situation right i think a lot of coaches in the division three world are pushed to hold larger rosters just because of You know, just getting students in the door Um, and and like I think some coaches handle it better than other coaches. Um, Like it can be used as a resource like it can be used as, you know, good development to bring freshmen in and get them minutes or get them time against one another. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are also coaches out there that like don't handle it well and just like put these kids aside or or just purposely keep a large number on the roster but then like never do anything with them so it does depend a little bit on the institution and the head coach but yeah like a large roster size could can be you know a struggle depending on how it's kind of framed
1: for sure and you might find a diamond in the rough you might have Absolutely. a guy that comes in and sets the sets the team on fire but overall it just creates a tougher dynamic for the team that is going to be going forward and the coach to put him in that position for sure him or her I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here.
0: Um, you can you feel free to throw a flag on this, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with when it's over.
1: Huh? Okay. Let's let's dig into that a little bit more.
0: Sure. I mean, well, I that's kind of what this whole podcast is about, right? Yeah. Right. The struggles of what happens after um, after you're done being you know a college athlete, mm-hmm. um, and I think we've kind of expounded on some of those issues of of whether your know, identity is tied up in that. Or you just don't know what to do now that you've had this free time. Like we see different people struggle um to adapt to the real world per se, or or that kind of stuff, but just the struggle of of what to do or or how to find yourself, um, or even just what to do with those, you know, four or five hours a day that you no longer have tied up in, in practice right. um can can be a struggle as well. So just that adjustment period. Um are you are you letting that one fly?
1: I think I think that is upon further review var allows that to stand i would i would agree with that i think if if we did throw the flag on it it'd go against our entire podcast
0: (laughs) yeah i i kind of used the whole premise against you on that one
1: right i know hey smart it's it's part of the game it's a good manager right there good drafting (laughs) (laughs) my fourth round pick is the fact that it is d3 the student truly does come before the athlete And there are some pretty high academic standards, I would say, with the majority of Division III schools that you have to maintain throughout your entire time of being a student-athlete. So it truly does create more of a need and necessity for being super disciplined with your time and making sure you're staying up with the correct amount of the correct priorities so you are truly getting that education because... I know with Division 2 and, I mean, Division 1 and some other levels, there are a lot of resources academically, like tutors and other professors that are willing to work with athletes a lot easier because they know, okay, this is a major sport for this college, Division 1. It's a little bit different from having to balance school, social life, and all the other things you got going on as a Division 3 athlete. So you can... And that's why a lot of people don't don't play all four years because it becomes a true grind of, do I really love this sport enough to continue playing? Especially if you aren't getting the type of career and playing experience that you had imagined going in. So I would say the the true student athlete aspect of being a Division three.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think you hit it right on those. And, and that comes with like, something we've talked about in, in other episodes about like, making sacrifices of, of what's important. And I think like, obviously, like your academics come first, your, your sport is a very close second. And then like everything after that is just like whatever's left. Um, So whether that's free time to take a nap, hanging out with people, whatever you got, like, Um, a lot of that stuff kind of falls to the wayside because you've made a commitment to your academics and to to your sports. So um, I think that's a great one. To round mine out, I'm going to go with a similar um, kind of line of thinking to you in terms of academics. And I'm going to say homework on the bus on the way home.
1: Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, (laughs) like
0: you're doing it by the little light on the bus and you can (laughs) barely see stuff, but you know you got to turn it in at 8 a.m. the next day Mm -hmm. or you got an exam Um, So trying to do homework on the bus and like there's going to be a good chunk of your teammates that like aren't doing homework And are trying to mess around and are being allowed where you kind of got to try to buckle down and crank out some homework So i'm going homework on the bus after a game.
1: Yep. I I thought about that earlier today and (laughs) I figured you were gonna think about it, too But yeah, that's a that's a great way to round it out for sure for my fifth pick and to round out this draft I'm going to say the location of a lot of these campuses Mm. of division three. I know some of them are closer to bigger universities and some of them are closer to other cities, but I know a lot of them like ours that we went to Matthew, it is kind of in the middle of nowhere and it can create a tough dynamic. If you do get some time, some free time in the off season, preseason to go do something fun with your friends, can be somewhat limited. And I would see a lot of my friends, and granted they lived a completely different lifestyle because they weren't uh, athletes in college, but seeing the big college experience and comparing that to the smaller college experience, like there's so many pros and cons to it, but that one socially was was a tough one. Um, Not being able to go to a movie theater within like just down the road or go do something fun. Like, I don't even know. It was a <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> a, that's a great one. Yeah. So that's that's going to be my pick. And obviously, it created a lot of good homegrown experiences with the friends and relationships that we talked about in, in the best aspects of a D3 athlete. But there's always a flip side. And that is my fifth round pick for sure.
0: Absolutely. I think Mr. Irrelevant will end up being, you know, an all-star for you moving down the line um that's that's a really good pick and and it's something that like a lot of smaller universities struggle with um Mm -hmm. just the location like i've talked to some coaches and they're like oh the drive here seems like just just like the drive to our school just you know (laughs) Um, and it is what it is right it's just it's just how the nature of the beast um Mm -hmm. but like you said it's just all about what you make it so um but that's a great pick
1: yeah i definitely think it could be a little bit of a brock purdy we'll leave yet to see mr irrelevant uh or I think, was Isaiah Thomas the last pick in I the NBA so. draft too? Hey, so. two got a good track record of it so far. So we'll see what happens with it. But I know as we come to the end of this, we missed some of the D3 struggles. So if you have some, comment below, let us know, and we could potentially do another draft of best and biggest struggles of D3 athletes. But until that happens, we'll be dropping more content soon. And we appreciate you this long if you've been supporting us from day one. If you're new here, welcome. Continue to go with us. I promise we are fun and funny sometimes. On the weekends mostly, but, you know, give or take when we record. So, Matthew, anything else you got for us?
0: I don't think so. Keto, send us out of here.
1: Fantastic. Well, until next time, let's make sure the best is still yet to come.